0: This is Corolla Digital.
1: Hello, my little flower tortillas. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another Allison, Gary, and you special show. Before the show starts, I have to tell you guys about our good friends over at Sherry's Berries. These are beautiful, juicy, delicious, gigantic red strawberries dipped in chocolate. There's milk chocolate, dark chocolate, white chocolate, swizzle nuts, chocolate chips, all sorts of fancy stuff on your strawberries and Fancy chocolate on your strawberries. You can choose what kind you want. They're all good. My personal favorite are the white chocolate, Um, but I know plenty of people whose personal favorites are the dark chocolate and the milk chocolate. I say get them all. And they make a great Mother's Day gift. There's a one-day-only offer. Send mom a beautiful bouquet of assorted roses and on the very next day have freshly dipped strawberries delivered from Sherry's Berries for only $39.99. You'll be her favorite kid. If you get the flowers and the strawberries. Um, and the only way to get this amazing Mother's Day deal is to visit berries.com. That's B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Click on the microphone in the top right corner and type in best friend. That's berries.com. Microphone. Type in best friend. The offer is only valid today. So order now. Do it. All righty. Uh, Gary, I believe we have time. I just said. Ugh, it's like I have time on the brand. I just said I believe we have time. It's pretty clear that my belief is that there is time. So I'm going to just move right past that and say I think we have an iTunes Comment of the Week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please
0: leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars.
2: All right. This week's iTunes Comment of the Week comes from Rebecca Swindall, And it is titled, Just a Good. Now,
1: do you think that she meant to say just a good or just good or just a good something or what are your thoughts on this because i was i was like hmm
2: yeah i don't I, I thought the same thing um i don't know it seems like that would have been a big mistake to actually type two spaces and an a <laughs> right but a crazy typo i don't know
1: just as good or maybe just as good
2: that was something i thought of mm, I, yeah but yes i think because i think mean, and why will become apparent. yeah Once again, you have outdone yourself. The new Allison and Gary show is awesome. It's very refreshing to listen to a couple of regular people discuss everyday issues that most can relate to with...
1: Regular, excuse me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I work for Train Air Conditioning on the assembly line, and without the Corolla Digital Podcast, yours especially, my day would be so long. My only request is a daily show. Trust me when I say it would be a success. Most of us listen to the Corolla show to hear you anyways. Love you guys and keep it up.
1: It's long been my suspicion. Um, Thank you so much. That is really nice and that makes me feel good. I feel like these Allison and Gary shows are – Um, for this – I don't want to say they're for the super fans because they could be for the casual fan as well. But I just – like I haven't even – I don't even want to bring this up, but I'm going to. I haven't even looked to see how the numbers of these episodes are because I feel like we're just starting out with them. There's something new. I'm really happy with them. I feel like obviously they're unconventional. They're not as polished as a lot of things, and I have more to say about that. But they are authentic, and the people who like them really like them – People are getting to know me and Gary more, and um, so I just I don't even want I don't I don't want anything to make me think that I need to change it a lot to something that is potentially safer, which is why uh, I'm not going to. And thank you for the feedback. And now I'm going to say something about what I was saying about polished. Um, and I and now I'm going to also address another comment that I got. And I on the drive over here, I was thinking. Don't do it. It makes you look petty. Don't do it. But here I am. I must, I guess. Anyway, there was this comment that was like, it was like an essay. It was so long. And it's from someone who's obviously a regular listener and obviously arguably a fan. Although I've been thinking lately with certain, this person's not a hater, but with certain haters who listen to everything you do and comment on it, even if it's negative, at what point are they just fans as well? Because they're still downloading your stuff. And, uh, like, consuming everything you put out, which is sort of part of the goal, a lot of the goal. Um, so fuck you to some of you. I need to hear it. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Yeah, we we really have to make a ringtone of that. That's that's on the high priority list that I just made right now. I am i can't have a lot of lists going on at once, but I'm, you know what? I'm just going to write that right down, write that right here. Can you hear that? The sound of my notebook? I'm flipping through the pages. And I'm going to write it really hard with a pencil. Here I go. Is that coming through at all? Okay, good, because this is like how someone who's insane would write a ransom note. High pry, or it looks like, it just looks like Hig Prius. Prius. Hig Prius. Yes, thank you, Gary. Gary wrote it, but they didn't get to hear the scratch. Anyway, um, what the hell was I saying? Oh, yes. Uh, This long comment that I got from someone who – it was like an essay. I don't know how many words it was, but it was a lot of them. And, you know, complimenting some of the things – kind of, but really saying that this show just needs more polish and I need to stop saying um and like, and I need to not do things like, here I am, search rifling through my papers, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I mean... The comment went on and on and on and on and on. And it reminded me of what Adam says, which is he would rather get zero stars in a review. That, you know, Let's say you can get four stars in a review. Well, zero or negative is better to him than two because if it's like zero or negative, then you can be like, oh, well, that person just hates me. Um, whereas if it's two, then that's more of a measured review. And this one was kind of like that. It's like he did like some of the things we do. But I guess my thing is just look – I've been doing this for a long time. I know how to do polished. That's not what I'm trying to do here. And I think the people that like this get that. But if what you're looking for is a terrestrial radio show, then turn on your radio. Because obviously it would not have been hard for me to say, Gary, cut this out. And then for me to go get the papers and bring them back. But instead, it amuses me to let you guys know exactly what I'm doing. Like right now, I'm wiping my nose and now I'm going to sniffle. See, we could have easily cut that out. And there's plenty of people who think that we should. But I don't feel like it Um, because my whole thing is just this is loose and it's real and it's fun. And it's I I, I hate to use the word authentic this many times because then it almost feels like a brand. And that's going to make me vomit. And if I vomited, I'd say, hey, I'm going to barf. And then I'd be like, you guys, throw up is coming out of my nose. Don't you hate when that happens? Thank God it hasn't happened to me for a really long time. While we're talking about vomit, let's talk about the fact that. I find throwing up from being sick is so much worse than throwing up from being drunk. It's been years since I've done either, but is that how you guys feel? Of course, I'm trying to – there's probably of all the times I was drunk back when I used to drink. um, I think I only involuntarily threw up once or twice. Usually I would make myself throw up. Um, and then I always felt better afterwards. However, when you get to the point where you're like, I've got to make <laughs> – this is such an attractive story. When you get to the point where you're like, I've got to make myself throw up, I'll feel better tomorrow, you've already absorbed so much of the alcohol that you're still going to have a bad hangover. Although, no, And you still might do the thing where you wake up and then five minutes after you're up, you're like, holy shit, someone's got to throw up. It's me. Gary, vomit?
2: Well, there's, I think there's two – I think there's three things at play here. All right. Vomiting from being sick really sucks. Yeah. Vomiting while you're drunk is is tough, mm-hmm. but the worst one is vomiting the morning after from being hungover.
1: Uh yes.
2: Because vomiting while you're, you're right, drunk, that even one if it's self-induced is... or like, or even if it's not self-induced, that one sucks, mm. but you're drunk. But you're drunk. drunk. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, you're wipe like, that I... shit up, let's yeah, get Yeah, you're like, I've
1: just, just got to get it out of me so I can drink more and get back to the party.
2: Right. But the next morning- no, or god forbid awful. like the next afternoon which started to happen to me once i got older and didn't yeah. realize what was going on
1: do you remember when hangovers kicked in because i remember yeah. i remember in college thinking am i hungover i i guess i feel a little bit like a little headachey but like i remember thinking like i don't think i've ever had a hangover and then i and then it got to the point where i would feel like i would begin to feel hungover the minute i would sober up after one drink I was like I feel hungover and I'm still a little bit drunk what's going on it's like I just alcohol just started making me feel sick
2: yeah no I know what you mean I remember when hangover started to I, I don't know if I remember the first one but I remember when they went from that's a minor annoyance to this is affecting my whole day
1: yeah and oh yeah that I rem- sucked I remember sitting um, at work this is when I worked at timeout New York I remember sitting in front of the computer so hungover I was like, just staring at the screen is making me nauseated.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it'll, yeah. it's a whole, as you get older, it becomes like a whole body.
1: Situation. Yeah.
2: I know. Impediment. For, anyone who,
1: for anyone who doesn't know, uh, I did go through a phase <clears throat> where I was, uh, drinking too much. I'll just put it that way. So, uh. These stories, which make which, are, which make me sound horrible, although I'm wondering, does everyone have stories like this? Are there people – there probably are people out there who are like, I've never had too much to drink. I've never been out of control. I've never – blah, blah, Not me. I was uh, fairly sloppy. And I will say this. My sister, she – actually a lot of people, people it's, – it's a respectable quality to be able to have a lot – it's also an alcoholic quality, but to be able to have a lot to drink And you can't really tell or maybe the people around you can tell because there's tiny signs that you're drunk. But, you know, like you tend to talk about this more or or whatever or. Yeah. But for the most part, you kind of seem exactly the same. I whenever I would drink like a few sips later, you could see it on my face. I was not aware of this, but other people could. I was just I'm just I think I just show everything on. My face and just on my person, like I'm not good at hiding anything. In fact, we do these promo videos um, when we have a guest on *Alison and Your New Best Friend* afterwards, and I, I usually put them up on YouTube. However, the Jim Florentine one, which I I edited it like it's all ready to go up on YouTube, for some reason I'm not because I have this vexed look on my face, and it just I just look like super stressed out and kind of. Um just vaguely pained by life it's the it's the worst i like if i it's exactly what i wouldn't want to be coming across as um especially on camera because I am really good on camera i'm joking i mean i'm not but I am, but i'm not, but I am am i i don't know what I'm saying is usually I think that I'm pretty like oh, fun <laughs> I can't commit to anything I'm saying it's kind of a problem. Right now that I'm dealing with.
2: I don't remember you being vexed during that at all. I don't
1: either. That's why it's really weird that it's showing up on the video. And then I was thinking, well, what was going on? And that was the day that I'd done the panel and I'd been zipping around and I just felt super stressed by life. And I was like, thought I had it under control. But obviously, I think maybe I didn't.
2: Well, there was a video... Like, the episode before that, that I fucked up and we had to do it twice. And I thought at first that that was it. And maybe you were frustrated that we were doing it again. No. you didn't seem that way that day. Mm-mm. And that wasn't the video.
1: You know, what's funny is the video you're talking about, Bobby Moynihan one, yep. I don't know if you know, but I ended up going with the first one.
2: Oh, the, you did? Yeah,
1: the one where the, you thought we had to redo it. Because it just... I just liked it better, and it, oh. it was – what you were worried about was fine, well, I thought.
2: Oh, well, there, there I go. There I go. Pulling back the curtain. Um, yeah. Sorry.
1: But no, now I have to tell them. So um, Bobby and I were were talking about the car, that, one of Adam's cars that was right in front of us, but it wasn't in the frame. But Bobby kept referring to it, so then Gary took the camera and tried to pan down to the car. But then just based on, I think, the angle and the distance and stuff, like it, that shot didn't turn out that well. And mostly what you saw is like a smushed-up car cover um so then he's like well we should do it again but then i just thought that one was better than the one that we had redone is it was that that was your concern right that it just didn't read exactly
2: yeah that it wasn't you you weren't going to be able to see the color and that right i i mean i did it at a weird angle because where we do those videos is tight so Mm -hmm. i didn't have a chance to really move
1: yes in fact in this studio that is the place that we've found has the It's like this back corner in front of a cabinet. (laughs) You have to hop over some things. The guests are always like, where are we going? But that happens to be the best light for – there's a lot of weird lighting or a lot of – yeah, I'd say weird or maybe cold. Cold tone? Specific specific lighting in here, yeah. So that's the best place for for lighting for photos and videos and uh, everyone is always – they, they, I like every time they're like, where are we going? And then I just worry someone's going to trip over something. But your, um, your fears were unfounded, Gary, because that video was good. It's already won plenty of awards. It's won an Oscar. It's won a Clio, which is weird because that's for advertising. That it's is won weird. An Ad Age Award. It's... It won a Palm d'Or. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought, con- I thought Cannes wasn't
2: for a few weeks or Cons, however you, they moved it. it up. Oh, they did. For this, yeah,
1: it won a BAFTA. Wow. Yeah, that's even across the pond. They love it it won um eight golden globes and a, a sag award and really? um oh an indep is there an independent spirit award because i think it won that oh yeah definitely could have yeah it won the you know the thing that adam won when he competed in the Tro- toyota grand prix oh. it won that and it didn't even who who knew that it yeah. even could compete yeah but it did so yeah it's um it's totally full of it. Oh, it won uh, Tony. It's very, it's very full of itself right now. Wow, fancy. Yeah, I know. Oh, speaking of, um, speaking of awards and things that are like awards, I was thinking about something. This, it'll, my, this segue will make sense once I keep talking. So I was thinking about this show. And then I was thinking about how I got how I got to th- I, this might have been when I was on my high horse about like, I've been doing this for a long time. And blah, blah, blah. And by the way, oh, yeah, going back to that comment before, just in general, like if you think that it is that if you think that what you're here, oh, this is so unattractive for me to say this. Oh, well, if you think what you're hearing is just someone turning on a microphone, I encourage you to do it. And then See the kind of no, I that's too too rude for me to say that. It's too full of myself. Um But yeah, yeah, I w- I just to the people who have comments um who think that it's just I'm just someone who just turned on a microphone and that's what you're hearing. I mean, right now that might be what you're hearing. Then uh, I say, I'd like to hear your podcast and go fuck yourself. Hey, okay. hey, hey, go fuck yourself. But anyway. I was thinking about this show and then I was thinking about sort of the like, the um, trajectory and I was remembering when I started because I've told this before, but it's been a while. Um, I was appearing on TV and I would put those clips up on YouTube often. I actually had someone who was I, – I didn't really know how to do that at this point, but there was someone who offered to make the clips from – I was appearing on um, – on NBC every Saturday morning talking about events going on in the city in New York and someone who was making clips for me. And then I started learning how to do that, how to make clips as well and put them on YouTube. And then I don't know what started it, but I think I did like a few question and answer. um, I called them vlogs, like video logs. And there was always this question, is it vlog or is it vlog? And I, I would do those. And I was hesitant to put them on YouTube at first because they were so informal. They were so unpolished. So I just put them on my blog at the time. Hang on. I have to swallow. See, now I'm going to let everything hang out even more. I still feel a little phlegmy. So anyway, um, but the reaction to those was so great, I was surprised because I thought that people would, you know, they would want to see what they saw on TV more, Some or television, uh, something more polished. But instead, just this thing of me just talking to people and connecting and it not being perfect, that's what everyone reacted to. And and the reaction was so strong. So then I started doing more and more of those. Then I had a daily web show called The Daily Allison. And then I don't know what made me decide to try – I think someone from Ustream reached out to me. And then I tried that, and then I could interact directly with the viewers and then it was like, again, the, the reaction was kind of exponential compared to just the uh, web series especially and then compared to the other stuff I've on YouTube. So I started doing that and and then for, at the beginning that was called The Alison Rosen Show and then eventually that became Alison Rosen's Your New Best Friend and we were doing Just Me or Everyone and we were doing some different segments on that. And it was a three-hour talk show that I was doing out of my uh, apartment in Brooklyn. Then I moved to California, started working on the Adam Carolla show, and then uh, had been wanting to do my own podcast for a while, and then it just like a bunch of things happened and here we are now. But I was thinking, I really feel like this whole Alison Rosen is your new best friend thing is a product of you guys and of us. And Gary. That was the royal S. No, I meant me and Gary. And you guys. And I don't think it would have happened if there weren't those people there initially who were reacting to it and who made me realize, oh, my gosh – people like this, like there's an audience for it. So I was reflecting back on the, like the original um, Rosen fans. I suppose that was the name that they had decided on. And I just wanted to say, this is where it turns into an award show speech. So I just wanted to thank them because these are people that if they hadn't been there from the beginning, I don't know that I ever would have gotten to the point where I'm doing this the way I am now. So here I go. And I feel like I'm going to be forgetting some people. So those of you on this list who still listen, if you remember some of the people from back in the day... Remind me, because I feel bad if I have forgotten them. So I just want to say thank you to Joe McDonald, Boinkity, Tony Moo, Missy, Lisa Likes, Remin, Trap Dog, Kez, Ted from Accounting, Michael from Alabama, who I don't know whatever happened to him, if everyone remembers him. He was a commenter on the blog for ages, and then, I don't know, he disappeared. And then he popped up, and then he disappeared again, as they do. And Brett Jones, and Moeller, but it, he pronounced it Miller, but it was spelled like Moeller. So I know I'm leaving people out, but I just thank you guys because um, because without you, I'd I'd be dead in a ditch. I mean, that's not true. I'd probably be pretty close to where I am now, but you, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying I appreciate it. <laughs> Gary laughed. It made me laugh. Um, what did I want to tell you guys about? Hmm. I'm thinking here. Swallowing again all this talking. It's making me kind of flummy. Um oh yeah, so I went to a ladies' potluck at Maria Menunos' house and the uh this is a few couple weeks ago and the invitation said come comfy. So I what I imagined was like a comfy potluck. Comfy casual potluck. Maybe it said come casual. But I got there and first of all, it's in Encino which is eight hundred degrees and it was hot that day anyway. So I was wearing jeans and a black sweater As I often do. Although today I'm wearing turquoise, but I was wearing my usual um, jeans and a black sweater. And everyone there, almost every single person, was in a sundress and light colors. And they were blonde and they were thin. And I just instantly felt—I mean, I had a good time. I did. I'm glad I went. But I instantly felt out of place. It was like it was—I felt like these are all the popular people from high school. And I feel like there's a lot of beads of sweat forming on my upper lip, and and I feel fat, and I feel just hot, and like I can't keep up with these people. Um, and then I was like, it's weird that I'm feeling this so intensely as an adult because I don't – I mean, I obviously feel shades of that often, but I don't feel that like that all the time. But I, I do think the heat was scrambling my brain. But anyway, um, Maria sent out some photos from the party, and there's one – of her, and it's four people, and they're all very stylish and blonde and thin and sleeveless and um, bronzed and just, um, they could all be on TV. And then in the very background, the back right, as if, I don't know if if anyone even noticed I was in the photo, there's this little tiny me, just like a black blur with my face and hair, and, um... It's actually – it's a little bit distorted. I don't need to say that. No, I do because I I showed Daniel and I'm like, I look really fat. And he's like, it's distorted because it's on the edge of the photo. And then he blew it. (laughs) I I can't believe I'm revealing that we actually did. He blew it up. He's like, see how your face is like stretched? I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Anyway, though, um, I put this photo up on Instagram. I made a little arrow pointing to me. And then I put the caption, I am effortlessly social and always the center of attention. Because I thought it was kind of funny and amusing. But at the same time, it could have just been a photo someone took that I happened to be not in the foreground. So I didn't know what the reaction would be. But here's, here's the crazy thing. Of all the photos I've put on Instagram, that one has received the most likes. I went to a friend's party this past weekend, three different people came up to me and told me how funny they thought it was. They had been like lying. My friend Yami had been, um, she was in bed and she was worried she was going to wake up her husband because she was laughing. Um, I keep getting like the reaction to that has been um, greater than anything else I've put on Instagram. This thing that I just thought was just, you know, another like kind of silly thing. And it's just making me wonder, is this kind of, how every, I mean maybe it's just clever i don't i don't think that's what it is though I think that maybe this is kind of how everyone feels at parties or how everyone has felt at some point i don 't know it 's crazy though i'm really i'm happy that I put it up there, and i 'm happy that everyone loves it because it really like I was saying before um i can 't really hide what 's going like everything that i 'm feeling kind of just shows up on my face. <laughs> I think that my feeling, like, oh, I can't, I can't compete with these. This is I can't run in this crowd. I'm too slow. Um, this this picture is such a, a an expression of that. Although, thank you so much for inviting me. Please invite me to more of your parties. We can do a whole series of photos like this. I'll just wear a lighter color next time. Um, what was I going to say though? Something else. Something related to that. Um, oh yes. And then someone. Tweeted me because my I, my hand is kind of up on my neck, and someone tweeted, "Ah, the confident neck rub of a woman in her element," which cracked me up. Mm, now what am I see? God, I'm letting it all hang out even more. Got to cross a couple things off my list. Reaction to photo, crossing it off my list. What you can see on my face in the Jim Florentine episode, crossing that off my list. Um arms epiphany article do I want to discuss that well okay so you guys <clears throat> you know I have this weekly column and I wrote this week about hating the way that it's getting hot because it's that time of year where if you like your why well, I, I said if you like your upper arms then it's great news but it's a calamity for the rest of us but really it's like if you like your body then it's great news otherwise if you're like me you're like oh fuck where can I go where I can wear a coat um like I'm as it starts getting colder, I feel happier, and as it starts getting warmer, I feel like oh, they're coming for me. I'm gonna feel all exposed and I hate that. Um but it was it was pretty lighthearted the art the article until later in it, I started going go into my feelings about it a little more near the end. But I had this moment with my mom. We went shopping and I um was trying on a tank top, even though I feel like the last time I exposed my arms to anyone was um, a really long time ago because I hate I hate my uh, arms and most everything else on my body. So um, I, I tried it on though and I was aware that I didn't look the way I see my – like I looked – I didn't look how I see myself in my mind's eye. I looked smaller than how I always think I look. Like I, It's like for a second I was able to sort of see what was really going on. So I said to my mom, so would you – like if I were – mom, and she hates these questions. <laughs> if I were wearing this, it wouldn't be like there goes a fat person, right? It would just be like there goes a small person with fat arms. And she just looked at me with this like – I don't know what it was. Pity sort of. Um, well, in the article, I say that she looked at me with the look that said that she didn't believe I was really going to therapy, but, <laughs> <clears throat> but it just, it made me realize that part of not seeing myself clearly. And I, and I say this because I think that a lot of people have this as well. Part of not seeing myself clearly is this idea that there's something about me that if I expose it, it will completely change the way someone sees me. And I think this idea that I'm even fooling anyone anyway is probably wrong. S- similar to the idea that I'm not showing how I feel, uh, that my expression isn't revealing everything I'm feeling. I think I have this idea that somehow, somehow, maybe I've convinced the world that I'm this, when actually I'm this other thing. And uh oh, if this, if if just a little another bit of my arm shows, then it's like aha, they'll see me as I really am, which is in my head, probably the person that I was like 15 years ago or something. Um, and I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to see myself more clearly. I'm trying all of a sudden, I think maybe it's age because my birthday is this weekend and I'm, I'm not, I tend to get, um, sort of depressed right before my birthday. And I hate that I do that though. I'd rather be someone who gets excited around their birthday, but I just, ever since I've been little, I'm, I get, uh, melancholy around my birthday I don't know why but um I do think that this is sort of an age thing I all of a sudden I'm like what would it be like if I didn't walk around worrying about what people think all of the time it'd be so liberating to just not have that in my head anymore because the truth is what do I really care what people I don't know think like so my arms are flabby And gross. So I have flabby gross arms. It's not like anything in my day-to-day life would change if I just put my arms out there. I mean, preferably attached to my shoulders. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, let me know your thoughts on that. Because the thing is, you do see plenty of people out there who seemingly have no problem putting so much of their body out there. People that I would think maybe they shouldn't even. I mean, I say, hey, put it out there. But I'm just saying, you know, it's I don't know, at a certain point, have they given up? Or maybe they're just hot and sweaty and they don't feel the need to impress anyone. I would like to be like that. But I don't think I am. Gary, How self- where are you on the self-conscious scale? Um.
2: I Yeah, I definitely have some. Do you but
1: feel like it's lessened as you've gotten older?
2: A little bit. But, yeah, I don't know. I definitely know what you mean about seeing people that I think, wow, I'd really love to have that much confidence (laughs) or lack of, I don't know, caring what other people thought. Yeah. It'd be good.
1: All right. Let's talk about parties for a second. For me, going, stepping into a room where I maybe I know a couple people or I don't know that many people, it's like from the moment that I arrive at the party until I'm anchored in some kind of, it could be talking to people it could be being introduced to people it could be at the snack table like until i until i have some kind of purpose when the point where i'm just floating is kind of hell for me versus walking into a party where i know everyone and then that just feels good or it's like that moment where you're walking up to someone that you know is going to be happy to see you that i feel confident doing that but but i do think there's this like oh what am i going to do and we're, we're I feel so conspicuous. Feeling that I have it, at certain parties. Do you?
2: Yeah, at certain parties, but I mean, yeah, you're right. Like any time any of those things happen, which usually within the first, I don't know, very very fast. Because I try to go to parties where I know there'll be friends there. Mm. But yeah, I mean, if you, you know, like, have you ever shown up to like I showed up to the I showed up to the the Maria Menounos Christmas party. Well before everyone else. And I was purposely late
0: mm-hmm. for that
2: exact fucking reason. And yeah. And I was walking around this party where I knew no one for like 15, 20 minutes. That wasn't fun.
1: Did you feel awkward? Yeah. Yeah. But then there are those people who talk to everyone and who are just a joy to be around.
2: Yeah. I'm extremely envious of those I would, people. Well, a, I want the, to be one of them. It's a great trait to have. Yeah. My mom's like that.
1: Really? Yeah.
2: I'm not. Is she not is my she, sister's like that too. My dad and I just aren't really. Are they um, like, like
1: this at parties or everywhere? Like, are they the kind of people who chat chat up people at the grocery store and then? My line? mom,
2: my mom definitely will. Yeah, she'll talk to anybody. Yeah, and it it's vexing to me because everything takes longer. Yeah. 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 That's that's part of it, and sometimes it's just you don't need to be talking to that person about that thing. Right. But. uh My sister's not quite like that. She's just more like she could walk into any room and she'd be totally comfortable and would likely be the center of attention very shortly thereafter. Not because she's – but just because she's really gregarious and people like Mm -hmm.
1: her. Yeah. I I, uh, wish I could be like that. And in fact, I – sometimes I think maybe the image I want to project is – That I am someone who is sort of fearless in that way because I believe that there's no reason that we should all walk around or to the extent that we do walk around feeling sort of out of place or ill at ease or uncomfortable. Like I believe that everyone should just say, I have a right to be here. I have a right to exist. I'm a person just like you. And um, here I am. Aren't I delightful? And yet I don't feel that way all the time. Much of the time, so uh but I'm just you know just putting it out there because this is unpolished. That's what this is, but you know what is polished and is also delicious sherry's berries. what a great mother's Day gift! These are big, juicy, giant, delicious strawberries dipped in chocolate, white chocolate, milk, chocolate, dark chocolate, nuts, swizzle, chocolate chips, all sorts of fancy doodads on your berries, doodads on your berries. Doodads are what make the berries good. Well, they're just good, but they just make them even better. Um, like you know, like I said before, they have all different kinds. Uh, I have my own favorite, but I think what I like more than white chocolate is options, because options are delicious, and they have all different kinds. And a one-day offer, send your mom a beautiful bouquet of assorted roses, and on the very next day, have freshly dipped strawberries delivered from Sherry's Berries for only $39.99. And the only way to get this amazing deal is to visit berries.com. That's b-e-r-r-i-e-s.com. Click on the microphone in the top right corner and type in best friend. Go to berries.com, click on the microphone, and type in best friend. This offer is only valid today, so order now. And then let us know that you ordered because, as I've said before, if there's a promo code, in this case best friend because I am your new best friend, Or maybe I'm your old best friend. What I'm saying is that's the level of friendship we have. A best one. Best friend. Uh, They're tracking who comes to them via this show, and so it helps the show out. If you uh, use my promo code, and also, I just want to know, what did your mom think of the gift? In In the past, when we've done this, all the moms have been happy. So I think yours will, too. All right. I think we have time for a quick fan phone call. We will be calling Kristen.
0: The email user at please leave a message.
1: Hello, Kristen. It's Allison Rosen from Allison Rosen is your new New best friend. I stumbled over the name. And it is also Gary Smith from Allison Rosen is your new best friend. And we're calling you as part of the fan phone call. But alas, it seems you are not there. Perhaps you're at class or in a lab or something. I have a note next to your name. It says MIT Engineering. I think you had promised if we called you, you were going to say something engineering-y. Engineer-y? I do don't know. Engineer-esque. But now we'll never hear it. <sighs> it's so sad. I'm pretty bereft and beside myself. Oh, well, I hope you're having a good day. Um, okay, bye.
2: We never played the Fan Phone Call song.
1: Let's play it now. I thought perhaps we hadn't played it, but then I just wasn't sure. Do you ever, like, I'm having a day where everything is blending together and I'm having a lot of deja vu.
2: Yeah, I had to think twice about whether or not we played it. I wasn't sure.
1: I guess we hadn't. Or are you sure we didn't? No. I mean, now we have.
2: Yeah. No, I don't think we played it before.
1: All right. Should we try Ty or Tay?
0: Hello?
1: Hello, is this Ty or Tay? Uh, hey. Tay. Tay, yeah. hello, it's Allison Rosen from Allison Rosen, is your hey, new best friend.
0: Allison.
1: And it's How also Gary. You? I'm sorry that I had your name wrong
0: happens pretty
1: often I bet what kind of name is Tay, tay. Uh, I just
0: have really weird parents
1: Tay <laughs> like, fuck I already forget which was it it's it's Tay it, right
0: it's Tay like Tay okay like day, Tay yeah do, do you, okay rhymes too that works
1: do you go by Tay Tay
0: Tay Tay uh I allow it
1: oh but you don't like it
0: I'm indifferent no either way
1: I feel like it's totally okay for you to not be down with Tay Tay Tay
0: yeah. I okay. think all worst things, actually. So, I think uh, the worst one is Ty. I get that a lot.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just when I started to have gotten over that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to make it about me. So, um, what Ty. are you doing, Ty? Uh,
0: I'm actually apartment hunting in uh, California, actually.
1: You are? Where are you looking?
0: Yeah. Well, um, I... Please don't be a couple doors a-
1: away because that is creepy.
0: Wait to again.
1: I said, please, please don't have it turn out that you're like a couple doors away from us, because that would be creepy.
0: <laughs> no, I was looking in uh, the Pasadena area.
1: That is creepy. I, I mean, not really. That, but that's, that's somewhat semi-nearby. Well, is how it? are the apartments?
0: I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to like kind of gauge... Well, I'm from New York now, so it's kind of a different lifestyle, so I'm trying to find the easiest transition for me.
1: Are you finding that apartments out here are bigger than New York?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's like the pricing is around the same, but you get more space and just more room to walk around and stuff.
1: What's prompting the move?
0: Uh, I'm I'm interviewing for a job that it's very likely that I'm going to get, and uh, I'm kind of preemptively looking and want to make sure that I have all my ducks in a row. So when they call me in a couple of days, I'll have a plan set up. That's
1: exciting. What kind of job is this, if you can say?
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's for an uh, architectural glass company. What? It's based out in L.A. Did you say an architectural yeah. glass company? Yeah, it's a glass manufacturer. Um, they do building envelopes. And, like, when you see those big buildings with, you know, the glass facades, that's what we do.
1: Now, you know how I feel about architects, right?
0: I am not an architect, and I agree with you wholeheartedly.
1: You do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That
0: makes me so a excited. Of, a lot of my job is spent telling architects that they're wrong about stuff.
1: How and I I bet they I bet I bet when you tell them they're wrong they're like, "Oh, thank you so much. I had no idea."
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. And then they shake my hand and, you know. No, it's not like that at all.
1: <laughs> what?
2: Okay, yeah, yeah, if I, you I were
1: you. to de- if you were to describe and by the way, for people who are wondering, there's no architects personally that I have any problem with. I don't even know very many because I don't allow them into my life. Um, <laughs> if you were to describe the architect personality, what would you say?
0: Um, I would say imagine an artist without any of, like, the cool, artsy personality types. and hmm. Right.
1: No paint-splattered little, overalls. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like, you know what I'd like to see? Is there any architect out there who isn't really well-groomed? Not that grooming is a bad thing. I just feel like architects are very metrosexual,
0: probably. Yeah, definitely. They're, they're really well put together and oftentimes are homosexual, too.
1: Yeah, like if you were dating a not-homosexual architect and you had your period and messed up his sheets, he'd be so pissed, I bet. It'd be the end of the. It'd be like a catastrophe and the end of the relationship.
0: But I bet he'd be really good at folding the fitted sheets, though.
1: Yes. Although we
0: yeah, have a bunch of those stacked up in the pantry, ready to go.
1: Of course. He probably has labels on them, like. This is for this is like Monday,
0: Tuesday,
1: Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. And then weekend. Um, yeah. Although I have to say and this I think this has come up before. My fiance does fold fitted sheets well because he said that one day he was tired of the madness and he looked it up on YouTube because he's like someone out there must have figured this out. And then he uh, looked him up. And and the worst thing for him, though, is that now I'm just like, great, then please fold these. Because I you know, did not know how to I do it. figured
0: out how to do it one time, and I folded one sheet and just never used it again because I never wanted to unfold it. Because
1: it's like sheet origami, right?
0: Yeah, it was really complicated. It took me way too long, and it wasn't worth it. And it's still in my closet now, unused. Yeah. But folded really nicely.
1: It sounds beautiful. I'm having a problem right now. Let's get into the things that matter to everyone. I'm having a problem right now where the fitted sheet on my bed keeps, like, flipping up. I think it's too small for the bed or something. Oh uh, yeah, that
0: happens to me too. You got to get the right size. But it happens on then...
1: yeah, it happens on Daniel's side of the bed and there's a mirror which we have to move it because n- no one should see the angle this mirror offers. But it like so I wake up in the morning and I look to the right and and what I see is the man I love but also the sheet just riding up the side <laughs> and it drives me insane and I want to just cl- I want to sneak out of the bed go around to his side, and then without waking him up, just yank the
0: <laughs> sheet. Why not but... just use a safety pin and preemptively just tie it down, and when you're ready to take it off, it can very easily come off.
1: Oh, my God. I had that. It's brilliant. I hadn't thought of that.
0: Can I say hi to Gary? What's up, Gary?
2: What's up, man? How's it going?
0: Pretty, pretty good. Good. Good to talk to you guys. I'm really glad you took my call. I got super excited when I saw Glendale. I figured it was either an apartment or you guys.
1: It's us. <laughs> You should know. People from apartments don't ever call you back. That was that has always been my experience when I look.
0: True, yeah. I mean, sometimes I they do. I think it might be different in California, though.
1: No. I think it's actually worse out here. But I uh, think it's... My, my sense is that when they don't call you back, it's because someone already took the apartment or because they're horrible people. Or both. Or both. So you're a trucker, is that right? A trucker? Like, at one point... Well, obviously... Gary's <laughs> looking at me like, what the fuck? Um... <laughs> Allow me to explain that question. I know that you are going to be doing something with architectural glass. At any wait, did we mess up our notes? At any point did you do anything involving truck driving?
0: Not at all. Wait,
1: Gary is he's giving me the hang on finger. Sometimes we okay, we we keep here, I'm letting everyone behind the curtain. We keep a list of fan phone call people that send in their number and then sometimes we put a little note by their name if there's something that they mentioned in their email that I want to bring up, and yours said trucker next to it.
0: Really? Yeah. I, hmm.
1: I think that we might have messed up our note system.
0: I hope so, because I know it would be really weird if I actually wrote that I was a trucker.
1: Well, yeah, and plus I feel like your name and just your whole vibe is non-truckery.
0: It's I'm pretty non-trucker, yeah. What's the biggest, <laughs> what's
1: the biggest automobile you've ever driven?
0: Ugh. A four door uh, Audi A4. Yeah. And that was too big for me. I drive a Volkswagen Rabbit now.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You're so not a trucker. But, okay, do you happen to remember what your email to us said? Because you I, said I something right. Do, actually. Okay. I'm sorry? I said, you said something right to make us put you on this list.
0: I mean, well, actually. I did I a should... bunch of stuff, okay. actually. Oh. Um,
1: what were some of the things?
0: There was one in particular that I wanted to talk to Gary about. This is going to make him uncomfortable. Are you ready for this, Gary? Yeah, what's up? Okay, so the whole period thing. Have you not been in, like, a long-term relationship with a girl?
2: I have. Whereas it's a... become? I have. It's a product of being forced to deal with it at work and stare Allison right in the face while she talks about it. It's a little more than... It's easier over a podcast, I would imagine. All right, my second question is, do you have sisters? Yes.
0: Huh, okay. It's. So I feel like those two things have kind of gotten me over the
2: squeamishness of it. It's kind of a bit.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. The truth is, Gary's like. The, what like you don't know, what you don't thing? know, is that Gary loves tampons.
0: <laughs>
1: and period. He can't get enough of it. He's toy totally playing against type when he pretends to be kind of grossed out because he loves uh, it.
0: Okay, I get it now. Mm-hmm. All right. Well then, that ends all my questions for Gary.
1: <laughs> awesome <laughs> it's funny because I didn't I haven't talked about periods in a while and I didn't realize that you were the one who had said that in your email because now I'm vaguely remembering your email um, and yet I had brought up periods on the sheets and architects huh. had a weird, a weird oh yeah well, it is interesting I think when I
0: sent that email it was like one of the period heavy weeks and uh, that was on my mind I guess
1: gotcha Well, I see Gary furiously trying to find. Okay,
2: I found the email. Okay. And there's a. Okay, so it's an email. And then, avid tweeter podcast I listen to. There's a response from you that says, let's add him to the list and write trucker. And you wrote that in all capital (laughs) letters next to his name. But I'm reading his email now, and it doesn't say anything about being a trucker. Uh... I can
0: pretend. Oh
1: I no, definitely... I hate when well, I'm the go, problem.
0: If, if I move out there, I'm planning on renting a truck and driving across the country, so there you go.
1: But he didn't say that in your email, did you? I wonder if well, I saw Avid that I did, avid Tweeter and my brain thought it said Avid Trucker? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, really, I really hate when it turns out that I'm the one who fucked up. It's my least I'm really favorite. I'm to
0: roll with this one if, if it's necessary.
1: A- Thank you. Thank you.
0: Adam would appreciate
1: it. He didn't even say keep on trucking or anything?
0: <laughs> okay. I've never even said that before. I don't even think that's come up in I know. In the, uh, yeah.
1: Well, well, Tay. Tay, Tay. <laughs> I, am see, I, I say Tay three times now because I say Tay, Tay as a joke, and then Tay, and then I, another one.
0: Yeah, but if, three is kind of, I mean, two is okay, but then three gets a little bit out of hand. I know. And if you go three, you gotta kind of have to go four at that point, right?
1: Yeah, you do, because then it's just two um, And where did it end? I'm sorry that we uh, misidentified you. This makes me wonder. I mean, maybe that person we called before, Gary, is not an MIT engineering student. Who knows? I don't know anything anymore. <laughs> I barely know who I am. But I do know that we're out of time. So thank okay. you so much. Good luck with the apartment search. Good luck dealing with the architects. And um, enjoy the glass.
0: And thanks for calling me. This
1: made my week. Oh, good. Okay. Bye.
2: Good luck, man. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye, Gary.
1: Well, I just don't know what to say for myself, except I fucked up, obviously. Uh, But it made it more entertaining. I think that I must have saw Av... I feel like there must have been a different trucker.
2: There probably was.
1: That's probably what it was. I'm just going to have to search my inbox for trucker or truck. Anyway. All right. That was weird. I choked on my own saliva. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are because they have everything, why not click through the banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, uh, and it helps out the show. And again, thank you so much for listening. Feel free to tweet us and um, and tell all your friends about the show, unless your friends are jerks, in which case don't tell them, A, and B – Maybe you should get some nicer friends. You can follow me on Twitter at Alison Rose, and You can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Um, you can get the bonus episode recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival with Doug Benson and Greg Proops for $1.99. It's in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. I love you. And uh, download the episode with the guest on Monday. Okay, bye. I love you.
0: Hey, do you know? and roses and show we had a good time but now we got to go thank you for choosing the Allison Rose and Show and hoes and shows